0: Doctors are often quoted as the highest earning profession in Australia. With high income comes high tax. Today, we talk about the ways that high income earners can legally minimise their tax. We cover tax deductions, property and a whole lot more. Listen to the end and we will talk about my mindset shift around tax. My name is Dan. Welcome to the Passive Income Doctor podcast. Just a reminder, this podcast is for entertainment purposes. Nothing here is financial advice. Please speak to your trusted professional advisors. Views expressed by podcast participants are solely their own. It is often said there are only two certainties in life, death and taxes. Tax can be considered a boring topic. So today, I'll start with some interesting statistics. Recent ATO publications show that doctors are amongst the highest average income professionals in Australia. Please remember, though, that these are the averages with a lot earning a lot less and also a few outliers that are earning very high amounts. So surgeons had the highest average income of any profession earning $406,000 and $68 a year. Anethodists were in second place with $388,814. And then internal medicine specialists with 310848 and then financial dealers with a bit less, $279,790, and psychiatrists, $252,691. Lawyers, engineers, financial advisors also made it in the top 10 also. So let's talk about how the tax system is set up in Australia. Australia has what's called a progressive tax system. The high-income earners pay a higher proportion of tax. At the time of recording of this podcast, zero tax is paid on the first $18,200 earned. Then the next tax bracket is 19%, and that applies for $18,000 to $45,000. After that, we have 32.5% from $45,000 to $120,000 per tax financial year and then 37% for 120000 to 180000 and finally 45% for over $180,000 a year. Note that at the time of recording, recent news have been talking about upcoming proposed changing of these tax brackets. Um, so watch this space including having for45,000 to $200,000 per year for these people to pay a lower um, tax rate of 30%. So definitely watch this space. So what can we do about a high tax bill? The Australian tax system is set up that enables us to do tax deductions which basically means a lower overall taxable income. Just to be clear, it is important to do tax minimization, but tax avoidance is illegal. So definitely use a good accountant and take their advice. So what type of tax deductions are available? Now, there's a whole list of this and I'll just run through a few. So education costs, um, when you attend courses or conferences, basically self-education that relates to your current role. Another one would be registration fees such as for college or for the regulatory bodies. Another one would be your professional indemnity fees um, paid for your um, MDO, Medical Defence Organisation. Another tax deduction would be uniform. Now, the caveat for this one is that the uniform has to be unique to your job. So standard business, you know, attire, business shirt, black pants are not. I guess for doctors and um, nurses, etc., scrubs would be one that is work specific. Another tax deduction would be costs for things related to your role, um, for example mobile phone bill stationary laptop note that you'll have to apportion which percentage was for personal use and which one was for work and um, you claim the portion for work if items such as the laptop was under three hundred dollars you know which is pretty unlikely you can claim it as a one-off immediate tax deduction for that financial year Whilst it, if it costs more than $300, it is depreciable over a few years. Another tax deduction is the cost of investments. Now, this could be property maintenance, interest on a property loan, property management fees, and for shares, you know, um, interest on um, uh, borrowing to purchase shares. I'll talk about this more in detail. Another possible tax deduction would be travel between two workplaces. Now, definitely can't claim for travel between home and work, but often doctors work in multiple workplaces and you can claim, I believe, for travel between the workplaces. Often you'll need to keep a logbook to keep track of the travel and You know, which trip was between workplaces and which one was between home and work. So, talk to your accountant. Another tax deduction would be super contributions. Now, this is a huge topic, which I guess is outside the scope of this podcast, but we will talk about it in a future podcast. Briefly, before tax contributions, up to a limit of 27.5K at the time of recording, contributions to super are taxed at 15%. And, of course, this is much lower than the highest tax bracket of 45%. Now, here's where that interesting, you know, Division 293 that people talk about kicks in. Um, You know, not many people know about it. Basically, if combined income and super contributions are greater then what's called the Division Two Nine Three threshold, um, then you have to pay the higher tax rate of thirty percent, as opposed to fifteen percent. Now I guess you could argue this is still overall lower than your highest marginal tax rate of forty five percent. The current Division Two Nine Three threshold is two hundred fifty k. I believe it was higher um, in the past. An interesting fact is that. Certain politicians and judges are actually exempt from paying Division 293. Let's talk a little bit more about tax deductions associated with investments. For example, if you borrow to purchase shares, you know costs of borrowing are tax deductible. For property, which is one of my favourite asset vehicles, you can deduct um, interest, property maintenance, property management fees, um, Costs for attending tribunal if there's tenant issues, um, also land tax if applicable in your situation. Another one's depreciation. Now, please note, many people will advocate for brand new off-the-plan apartments or house and land packages due to the high amount of depreciation. But remember, often these might not make the best investments. You know, they might have poor capital growth. So whilst you, true, it is you get some tax money back in the form of depreciation, over the long term, you could be missing out on hundreds of thousands, if not millions, in regards to capital appreciation. So basically, you shouldn't be purchasing a property just for the depreciation benefits. On a different note, as a newly fellow GP, it is important to set aside money to pay um. To pay um, tax, you know, clinic often pays your percentage of billings, but they don't take tax out. Um, unlike when you were a PAYG, you know, pay as you go employee, when you're in the hospital system or when you're a GP registrar. So this is definitely a new challenge, but I guess you can always uh, view it as something new to learn and also to discuss with your tax advisor about. Another tax consideration for self-employed doctors is the BAS or business activity statement. You must register for GST if your business turnover per year is $75,000 or more. If you're a business slash sole trader registered for GST, you have to submit these quarterly BAS statements. The BAS is a way to report to the government your GST obligations. And for this quarterly BAS you can learn to do it yourself, and um, I find it an interesting process. Um, or you can get your accountant to do it on your behalf. Other ways to help minimize tax could include trust structures, where you can stream income generated by business or investments. And you can stream this to, for example, a family member with a lower tax rate. Trusts, I guess, are not just for minimizing tax, um, often they're for asset protection. And this definitely is the area that um, you should definitely talk to your tax advisor to learn more. This brings us to Mindset Minute. And for today, it is paying tax means you're making money. So it is annoying that you have to pay tax out of you know your hard-earned money, but remember tax money is meant to be used by government to pay for many services, you know roads, schools, hospitals, um, education, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. So I guess it brings me to point number two today. Don't buy something just for the sake of tax deductions. A tax deduction still means you're spending money. For example, you spend a dollar and you might get 30 cents back on tax, but you're still down 70 cents. So by all means, if you were going to spend it anyway or had to spend it anyway, then the tax deduction is good. But, you know, just going out, purchasing a new laptop every year or, you know, purchasing poor investments just to claim a little bit of tax, you know, doesn't make much sense at all and number three tax rules change all the time you know in the past as i said the division 293 threshold was higher the superannuation concessional contributions were very generous in the past i believe 100k now it's 27.5k so you know all these so-called tax loopholes or um, concessions can change so definitely need to have a good accountant on your team Thanks for listening to today's show. Please take a moment now to hit the subscribe button and share because this will help others benefit also. So until next time, keep taking steps to improve your financial health.